What's up, you gate trainers? Welcome to this week's episode of Three PTs in a Pod. This week we talk about our favorite resources. We talk, uh, or we do another article review, and we finish up with the top three things we are going to buy with our first paycheck out of school. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. This is our, I forget what number episode, but we've made it here. Four? Five? Four. 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 Is this yeah, this is episode four. Um, <coughs> coming to you from the future? Coming, yes. From the past. Dude, you just blew my mind sure. right there. So, um, yeah, fourth episode. Uh, we're back. <laughs> and um, it's sort of like people who, they start dating and then they... They celebrate like every month is like an yeah, anniversary. Yeah. It's like, all right, two month anniversary. I can't believe we made it this like, far. <laughs> so, yeah, we've made it. It's an anniversary, <clears throat> fourth anniversary for us on three PTs in a pod. That is our name that we decided on. I don't know if that's ever been clearly yeah, I stated. Think we, I think we did clear um, that, finally. Clear that up last week. Three PTs Even though we talked pod. about it in the second episode. Yeah. yeah. Or like the title was on it. Yeah. A little bit shaky at times with uh, certain things. Uh, we're not podcast uh, professionals yet working our way there um but anyway so this week unless there's any other opening uh, remarks or things on your guys mind we're going to get into resources that are our favorites so favorite resources to learn from mainly outside of the classroom and what we learn about in school so and hopefully you are looking at resources outside of the classroom yeah yeah. I think we covered that a little bit before, but uh, we, we all think that's pretty important as far as development into a uh, good clinician. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, Anything else before we get started? Anything on your guys' minds? Burning uh, desires of things to talk about? Um, get off your chest? No? I just had a thought, but maybe I'll save it. Okay. Save Keep it you guys wondering. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of, uh, PT related? Or oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I'm still like thinking about it in my head, so still maybe I'm, I might I might need you guys help later. To sure, to sure. So we'll more. get to that before we finish. But, uh, so resources. What do you guys? What are you into? What do we look at? Why? Who? Who? Uh, what? When? Region. So, all right, reproduction. Reproduction. So um, one of my biggest sources of of learning is, and I think that goes across the board for all of us, is a podcast. Coincidentally, this is a podcast that somebody might be learning from too. So, um, so podcasts, not just PT, but like across the board, PT, strength conditioning, just general types. Like Joe Rogan kind of has a bunch of different, different yeah, a bunch of different people from different fields, and I just feel like it's like a super accessible way to to learn. Because if you're driving, you're on a commuter, like just walking somewhere, just doing whatever. Like sometimes I'll be making dinner listening to podcasts and you're just you might not be absorbing a ton of information but like the volume of podcasts that I listen to I feel like I get a lot out of it for sure and it's again like I said it's it's really easy and convenient yeah especially with audio I think even more so than books even if you aren't completely like in the zone or like dialed into what's being said you do sort of like sort of absorb some yeah, of what's like being passive, said. passive learning. Yeah. So even if you're like, it's not a complete 
you know, waste of your time if you're not like completely mm-hmm. like yeah. listening. Like if you're cooking food or doing other stuff, like it is still worthwhile to have on, and you can always go back to it too, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Rewinding is yeah. a lot easier than having to reread something. Right, oh, that's oh, the best part. It's like the 15 second rewind. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. 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 What so? <laughs> What podcasts? What are your favorite? Uh, Keep us guessing. <laughs> all right. So, I, I mean, we could all kind of go around and talk about our favorites. Uh, a few that I wrote down, um, Mike Rydell's podcast mm-hmm. comes out once a week. It's 15 minutes. I literally sit there and eat dinner on Wednesdays and, and I watch it. It's Sometimes it's kind of outside of my scope. They, they talk about a lot of baseball. So, but it's also good to know just for the future. I'm and, not a baseball guy. Yeah, and then um, America's pastime. You're not. uh... I think one of the things that like uh, attracts me to 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 that podcast is kind of how they're very like practical with their information. Mm -hmm. They never say like you should never do this, you should never do that. It's kind of like okay, like this might work in this situation, but sometimes might not be a good idea in this situation. And it's never like a black and white thing, which I appreciate that point. Yeah, physical therapy never is. Exactly, and it's I'm always like. thrown off by the people that are like, no, that you can't do this. No, you can't do that. Unless yeah. it's obviously like hurting the patient or something. Right. My favorite part is Lenny. Lenny. Lenny McCray, Dan's okay. accent is his phenomenal. Accent is now, my sweet. favorite part is Dan Pope falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and very student-oriented, too, I would say. Yeah. So especially for other people in really? school. Yeah. It's a lot. So basically, the setup of it is like, I guess, three questions every week. Yeah. Um, and then they give their answers. And a lot of the <clears> questions come from students. So, um, sort of like us. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, where we get all like our us. questions yeah. from. Um, yeah. Next up, I have uh, Clinical Athlete. So Clinical Athlete is, is a giant resource for any, like, sports or not even sports, but just, like, orthopedic-oriented clinicians. So that is a company started by Quinn Hennick, who works for Juggernaut as well. So they have a forum, and they do, like, courses and stuff. The forum is actually great, too. But the podcast, it's three. It's Quinn and, like, two other guys. And again, they'll like review literature, or, and it's more kind of serious, but it's really informative. They talk about pain science and like tendinopathy literature and treatment, and that that's a it's like an hour long, so you get a lot out of it. But I'd say even more so, you get a lot more out of the, the forum. Mm-hmm. So it's like seven bucks a month to belong to the forum, and you can post. And that place will really challenge like all your biases. So, like, I know, like, I've, I've read through, like, some of the threads and been, like, furious. Like, no, that's fucking yeah. bullshit. Like, I thought this, and they're saying that that's not real. So, like, and actually, like, a lot of the research that I do find and I do get is from there because people will just post up research and discuss it. That's cool. That's, a, I think, a great resource, and same thing with the, uh, with the podcast. And then I have uh, Zach Couples podcast, and that's just one dude that... Um, What's his name? Zach Couples. He, again, ha- is like a, takes a very practical approach to, to PT. He talks about what works for him, what doesn't. He gives a lot of rationale for, and he explains things like anatomically. He'll even bring out like a pelvis model in the videos and like explain what he thinks is going on, like what's affecting what. And again, he'll answer like three questions. And he usually does them live too, so if you wanted to watch them live, uh, you could chime in and ask a question, he'll answer it right then and there. Oh, cool. He's actually answering some of my questions before and overall it's good inner it's actually pretty entertaining too and it's like half an hour and then pt inquest 
is another one. And that, that is just a straight research review. They'll take an article. I think they release one like every week. They'll take an article and they'll talk about it, talk about like the, even the statistical analysis and, and talk about how this is significant to clinical practice. Then I have like a few. That's also a podcast? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that's a podcast. And then I have a few um, strength and conditioning podcasts, which I think are pretty relevant if you're in an outpatient orthopedic setting to know how to train people. Yeah. Like those principles are kind of overlying with the rehab process. So physical preparation podcast with Mike Ryan or um, Mike Robertson. And then all things strength and wellness are two really good ones, just all around good podcasts. Sorry, I know like, I give you guys a lot. Yeah, no, it's all right. I'm, so I'm writing everything down, and then we'll post like this somewhere, uh, maybe in the description of the yeah, YouTube cool. video or um, put it on the screen somehow. A um, couple things, just so legal notepads, big thing if you want to come across as a veteran physical therapist, legal notepads. Like, hockey trip. Yeah, yeah. If you want to look like you belong, the, the uh, legal notepad is key as well as the, the pen. So if you want to zoom in on that pen there, you know, a nice, <laughs> firm, sturdy pen. If you want to look the part, you know. How um, about I forgot you, one thing. I, what? Go and eat back pocket. Oh, I was going to go another Almost forgot route. that. Yeah. I was going to go leather over the shoulder satchel. <laughs> Not a backpack. I kind of want I don't have one yet, and I don't think I'm ready for one, but I do want one. Backpack uh, over the shoulder like, leather yeah, satchel yeah. where you yeah. just pop that bad boy open, take out your mm. five legal pads. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a veteran move. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, um, you know, you're not always going to know as much as the more seasoned veteran physical therapist that you work with, but you can at least look like you, you look do. look the part. Like, yeah. yeah, look the part. Fake it till you make I, it. I mean, honestly, patients see right through it. If you walk in with a fucking backpack, yeah. dude, like, Looking it was like a trial. It's your first day at work. Yeah. Who is this fucking kid about to touch my back? Um, so that's that. But yeah, so those are all really good. I mean, I haven't even heard of some of them, so I, I appreciate Big that. Big podcast guy. Yeah, Big huge podcast, podcast guy. guy over here. Um, KP, any others that... Uh, you like or see i was i went the opposite route i was never a really big podcast guy okay. to be honest um, until one of my buddies started his own um from back home it wasn't about pt don't anything, talk about other people's podcasts. <laughs> don't promote your boys podcast you just promoted like eight podcasts yeah. <laughs> they're already established. direct competition um, he doesn't even do it anymore so that's when, like how i got introduced to it and then i started listening to mike reinald he was like the first one i feel like that's everyone's mm-hmm. um that was your first one that was your my first, first time. time. <laughs> Thanks, <Nice>. Mike. <laughs> um, but now I find myself uh, following a lot more people on Instagram. Huge okay. Instagram guy. Okay. Um, so it actually started with Mike Reinald again. But I love how there's like this niche community in Instagram, on Instagram where everyone's like reposting each other's yeah. things. So right now I'm probably following like 40 or 50 people. I don't even know all so the names. So what's the ratio of you following PT? Pages and chicks with fat asses. Mm. <laughs> one to I one, you would say, uh, <laughs> or two to one chicks to PT. <laughs> two to one pot PT to uh, chicks. <laughs> PT guy, that's yeah. a sure sign. That was a, that was a trick question. That, right? yeah, yeah, that ratio. That am ratio I am I still in the program? You're good. You're <laughs> this is a test. Um, so one of my someone I know from town actually is a PT. His name is Nick Bonforte. 
Um, I think Shout you, out Nick. you actually know him I too. I follow him, so we're basically we're basically friends. the same yeah. thing. Um, he he posts a lot. He's he has a bunch of followers. I think like thousands, um, maybe like hundreds of thousands. I don't know. I think it's like the twenty thousand. <laughs> Do I just like over exaggerate? <laughs> Um, but he'll like repost articles. He he does a bunch of like article reviews, which I like. He'll like focus on like a impairment, um, and sort of talk about that. He'll like in the video. He'll like put the the structure in like this anatomical figure and like talk about it and like how it moves and like just his film, his filming skills I think are like really show it well. And then he'll talk about other what other people are doing um, in other articles. Um, then I kind of follow just like a bunch of medical mm. like mm-hmm. Instagram accounts medical talk is like the coolest account I think it's not just PT it's actually like not PT is that the one all. where they show like surgeries and yeah, stuff yeah it is so cool though like it's kind of like um, like strange things that could happen and like what doctors have done to fix it and even though it's not really in our scope of practice it's fun to learn that way Sure. Um, to see something new and interesting. Um, but yeah, like I said, I followed too many. I could probably pull some up right now. But That one was called Medical... Medical Talk. Talk. That and that's an Instagram account? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think like off that point that you were just saying, KP, I think it is important to follow people outside of physical therapy as well. Artem, you mentioned yeah. strength and conditioning. That's a huge... Um, area of people and places and resources to look into. I think we talked about it just this past weekend, how so few physical therapists have like a good grasp on strength yeah. and conditioning and how to being able to properly teach exercises yeah. and um, movement patterns and things like that. Um, and you're not going to learn that in school. Yeah. Uh, unless we're about to get hit hard in our third year with a squat, I, deadlift, I motor, different movement pattern techniques, hip hinges. Uh, you're not going to see any of that in school. And if you don't have good instructors who know that stuff out in the clinic, you're not going to get it. So um, if you can't teach exercises to patients, you're missing out on a huge area, I think, of treatment. So that's another area i think also just again kp like medical professionals uh nutrition um even like psychology play all different um what is the word i'm looking for disciplines that somehow tie into pt or that could be going on in a patient's life um, and affecting the what they're seeing you for which I think all those things can play a role. Having a better overall understanding of anything health-related. Um, so I, specifically, I think like Dr. Rhonda Patrick has a ton of good stuff, ton of good research. She has her own podcast, her own website. She's on a lot of different podcasts. Um, Dr. Peter Atia, he's another guy I really like. Who's been, he's been on like Jocko Willing's podcast. He has his own website where he posts articles. Um, and a lot of these doctors are looking more at like performance and longevity type things, yeah. which again tie perfectly into physical therapy and yeah. making someone healthier, move better, live a more active life. Um, yeah, so. for sure. The two other ones I was trying to think of were Dr. Eddie Joe. He's just a, um, 
strength and conditioning. He posts like the article reviews. Right? Yeah, he's awesome. Just like, like the infographics. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Like I don't know if he makes these. I think he I does. Think, yeah, he does. And they're just like basically the results and like um, and everything. Um, but he's awesome. And then of course prehab guys. Prehab guys, sure. Can't Mouse. believe we. Uh, oh geez. Yeah, yeah. who everyone's aspiring to be. Right Before now. there were three PTs in a pod. <laughs> prehab. That's just the evolution of. Yeah. It's like Pokemon. You just evolve <laughs> into the prehab guys. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, those three are like my favorite because they they kind of like I said they repost from other people too. So yeah. then you kind of just like get this gathering and from multiple domain domains and everything, and that's where I found medical talks and. Going off that, too, I think it's important to expand, just not even just within the medical field itself, but outside. We talk about Jocko Willink all the time and sure. Joe Rogan. I love listening to their podcast, even though it has nothing to do with physical therapy, just like sometimes yeah. just life in general. Yeah. Like learning true. from that way. Um, our boy, um, who's, should JP. we drop his name? JP. Should, oh. we, should we name drop? We already oh. did. Oh, did we? Yeah, last, first. our second episode. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, he'll be on eventually. <laughs> um, he's coming. He's on his way from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> he's my favorite to listen to, and yeah. he probably doesn't know anything about physical therapy. That's Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peterson. Um, now we have to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, I mean, yeah, those guys, again, psychology is a huge component yeah. of physical therapy, and understanding how certain injuries and problems affect someone mentally and um, just their overall outlook on things. And he is far and away the most... play with our read, uh, article. Read. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nice segue, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but, are you, oh, no, I was just going to say, I think he, yeah, I, I would agree out of all... I mean, I don't know that many people within the psychology realm, yeah. but yeah. Jordan Peterson is far is and Freud? away the most... Yeah. <laughs> Sigmund Freud, yeah, he's not one guy. Um, Pavlov? <laughs> <laughs> the dog or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Any other resources that you like, Chris? Um, I mean, so to maybe go into more of like a website... Um, based sort of discussion. I think mobilitywad.com, uh, Kelly Starrett's stuff on MobilityWad, that's a really great resource. Um, I would say maybe a step down from being super like technical in terms of like straight physical therapy yeah. treatment where he's I think trying to hit like more of a broader terms. audience of like how you as an individual can take care of your own stuff yeah. um, and do things on your own. Um, so that's kind of a great thing, especially for giving, you know, patients things to do on their own at home, um, and give you some ideas on how you might set up certain things, um, that they can access for themselves at home. He has a, I think, membership thing now where it's like 10 bucks a month yeah. to access their, um, daily videos, but he did a, I think a year or two's worth of free MWOD videos that hit different areas of the body and different sort of corrective exercises and self-mobilizations that you can do for different areas, and those are all still on there. Um, in terms of other websites, I can't really think of any. I mean, I think we covered a pretty good Yeah, as array. far as websites, I think one pretty good one is uh, PubMed. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> so like when I'm... We forgot about the article <laughs> base. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's um, just sending us articles. So PubMed is a good one because, like, if for instance, for me, if I don't know something or if I hear so about something 
and I want to know more, usually the first thing I do is type it in Google and then follow it up with PubMed and just see what articles pop up. And I usually try to look for the most recent one, and then I'll look through that, I'll read through it. If it kind of piques my interest, I'll go through the references and see what references kind of pop up and, and sound good to me. And then I, again, I'll look up those articles and go through. And that's generally how I learn. And then if I really want to know more, maybe I'll look up a book and get the book about that topic. But usually PubMed, you could pretty much find anything about For anything, sure. especially in PT. And then the, the problem is sometimes getting the full article, Yeah. which uh, there are some ways around that. That you can <laughs> dark arts, the dark, dark arts. arts. You might might have to do some illegal stuff, but <laughs> you can all, usually always get the article. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty comprehensive list for people to at least get yeah. started with. Maybe we'll have another episode down the road where we go over some others if we yeah think yeah. about more. I mean, there's tons out there. I think a big point, like you just said, most of the people we're talking about, one of the things I think we like most about them is that's they're almost building that into the information they're giving you. Like they're explaining where their sources come yeah. from on the information that they're bringing to people. Exactly. So if you're not seeing like a guy that may have an interesting thought or idea, but he's just completely like not talking about, oh, I got it from like these authors said yeah. this, so I sort of started to think this direction. If they have no basis in the evidence to what they're doing, it's probably um, bullshit. It's probably bullshit. It's probably um, bullshit. So, work on your bullshit detector as well. You should sort of have an intuition for that as well. I mean, some guys make it pretty clear that they're snake oil salesmen. They'll get you. <laughs> they will get you. Don't don't buy into it. Uh, so yeah, cool. so we will get that posted. Like I said, probably on the description of the YouTube video for this week's episode. Um, so you guys have that, and we will get into our article review. Yeah, so um, this article titled, Enhanced Therapeutic Alliance Modulates Pain Intensity and Muscle Pain Sensitivity in Patients with Chronic Lower Back Pain. And this article is by nine authors, the first of which is George Fuentes or Jorge Fuentes, I'm not really <laughs> sure... Uh, Depends what country you're in. No, it does, because if you're like uh, Portuguese, I think it's George, but if you're like Mexican, it's Jorge. Yeah, it's a J. All right. Learn something new every day. That that might be way off. It might be Fuentes. I'll stat check you. What is it? Fuentes. All right, so uh, what this article looked at was comparing... Might be Jorge. Okay, Jorge. Whatever. Jorge Fuentes. So this article looked at um, comparing uh, groups where patients received an enhanced therapeutic alliance. So basically the PT took their time to talk to them, how you probably should be in the clinic. And uh, with combined with e-STEM versus groups that didn't get any therapeutic alliance and they kind of wanted to see how that would affect uh, pain intensity. Mm -hmm. So there's four groups. One received E-STEM with uh, limited therapeutic alliance, and then one received uh, E-STEM with uh, enhanced therapeutic alliance. And then there was a control group where one, or two control groups, where one group received sham, so sham, sham wow. uh, E-STEM, so they didn't actually turn on the machine, and with therapeutic alliance, and one received sham E-STEM without, or 
with or without yeah. therapeutic or, the other one, or yeah. groups. Yeah. Um, and just to, for, so therapeutic alliance being things like eye contact. So um, they, they explained it here. So it was a 30-minute session. So they just had one 30-minute session, session for the study. So during the first 10 minutes, each participant was questioned about his or her symptoms and lifestyle and about the cause of his or her condition. The therapeutic interaction was enhanced through verbal behaviors, including active listening. So things like repeating the patient's words, asking for clarifications, tone of voice, nonverbal behaviors, eye contact, physical <laughs> physical touch. There you go. Enhance that therapeutic <laughs> <Eye> contact. <laughs> <laughs> and empathy. <laughs> say, a good piece say, right there. Yeah, say things <laughs> such as, I can understand how difficult lower back pain must be for you. So generally, just being a good communicator and right. understanding where the patient is coming from. Uh, if you're not you know, socially awkward and know how to talk to people, this is kind of be inherent. And then the other group, the patient just set them up on the, or the PT set them up on the ESTIM and left the room. So they didn't really get any, anything besides the ESTIM or lack thereof. So, so they're basically a tech. Yeah. yeah. So as far as the uh, results go, so they looked at reduction in pain. So the active E-STEM, so the with limited therapeutic alliance, had a 45.6% uh, reduction in pain, while the sham with limited uh, therapeutic alliance had a 24.5% decrease in pain. And obviously, if you're not getting E-STEM or therapeutic alliance... You're not getting any Imagine pain being reduction. that person. But they yeah. actually did have a 25% yeah. reduction in pain, and they didn't get Eastern or... Placebos. Yeah. Yep. Classic. So then, we always sneak that segment in. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I brought this up, is because there's a big placebo component to this. Oh, just, yeah, so, thinking, I'm at physical therapy, I'm going to get better. Right. You know. So then the active uh, active Eastern group with enhanced uh, therapeutic alliance had a 77.4% reduction Oof. in pain. It's pretty huge. So they got, they did get e-stim and then they, they did have uh, therapeutic alliance. Whereas the sham e-stim with enhanced um, therapeutic alliance had a 54.5% decrease. So still, half their pain than, yeah, was gone. And, and it was it was more than the active e-stim with limited therapeutic alliance. So that, it was almost a 10% difference between limited and active therapeutic alliance or enhanced therapeutic alliance. So again, that placebo component, just them, just the PT talking to you and listening, enhance your pain reduction. Yeah. Even more so than actual ease without the with limited. Working, yeah. So the best group was obviously therapeutic alliance and ease but, yeah, but with, technically the second best group was just the therapeutic alliance. Yeah, just yeah. the therapeutic Alone. alliance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then, yeah. Go ahead. So that the authors concluded that the context in which physical therapy interventions are offered has the potential to dramatically improve therapeutic effects. They continue that um, factors other than the specific ingredient of a treatment may have a large role in achieving uh, positive clinical outcomes and exploring them essential to physical therapy practice. So working to, enha to enhance your therapeutic alliance in your clinic can have a pretty dramatic effect on your patients, you know, it may not be so important what move you select or what modality you select, but how you talk to your patients, how your clinic looks, even though we kind of talked about this before, like, you know, making sure like your Equipment. clinic looks nice, yeah. so you make yeah. sure you're well dressed, and even you being fit, 
Yeah. Uh, we've I've like harped on this before. If you're PT and you're fucking out of shape, if you're fat, you know, no, no, uh, no offense to fat PT. <laughs> like you, the word I've physical. Been fat shaming over here. <laughs> the word physical is in the. He won't be on next week's episode. The jail, <laughs> Alvernia jail. <laughs> Politically correct jail. <laughs> yeah, put me in a safe room. <laughs> but like the word physical is in the is in the professional title. You should probably be fit. People forget that. <clears throat> and I think that's kind of like a reflection of you being able to, to, to train yourself and, and things like that. And, like, if somebody sees a really fit guy, they're going to be like, oh, he could probably help me with my, you know, back injury or whatever. Right. I think that just goes, like, that just enhances the therapeutic alliance. Yeah, and I would make the argument that therapeutic alliance is a skill in of itself. Absolutely. I mean, being able to properly communicate, I think... So we discussed this article as part of one of our classes. Um, we went over it in class, and I can't remember if it came directly from the article or if it was just part of the discussion, but coming across as, ha- as being knowledgeable and yeah. understanding like what you're talking about um, also had a positive effect on a patient. So things like that, being able to properly communicate what you're doing and why, yeah giving proper eye contact, having them be comfortable with you. There's very, there's, it's very different when you come across in a, you know, relaxed, confident manner. Mm-hmm. And when you come across and being a fucking spaz and like, like super yeah. like uncomfortable and nervous, like that plays a role. So I think that's a skill in and of, in and of itself. And I believe that that's something where, especially if you're thinking about us in school, that can be your way of, um, like almost being your best skill to go yeah, into clinic yeah. with. Like if you're really good True. with your therapeutic so alliance and patient interaction, that can almost cover up other areas where you're not as skilled yeah. yet because you just don't have the reps. Absolutely. That's a really good and point. Fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And if it plays that big of a fucking role, like mm-hmm. why are you not work yeah. like work on that stuff along with working yeah. on your you sometimes, know. you know, People get better on their own. Like, you know, it's yeah. not what you do, but, like, you know, right. just you communicating with them, telling them, kind of helping them relax right. and calm down can kind of enhance that, like, recovery process and make it quicker. Yeah. It's not necessarily your, your skilled stuff doesn't really matter. Right. It and is. not that we're, like, necessarily competing, but there is a competitive advantage in that. I mean, how many PTs, like you said, it's pretty obvious and straightforward, and I agree that it should be, yes. but how many PTs, when you go out it's in just, the yeah, clinic, not are as, not, like, seasoned not PTs yeah. that are terrible with therapeutic alliance, yeah, and, and if you can no walk in as, like, a first, second, third year student and be better than them already at yeah. that, that alone could maybe get you similar results with yeah. some patients as they would get. Yeah, so. and it's a skill that you could control yourself. Like, you might not have, like, the best, like, um, hands-on skills or, like, mm-hmm. like thinking of exercises. But if you're able to, like you said, control your emotions and ex- express that to the patient and help them control them, their own emotions sure. and um, be knowledgeable in what they present with and, like, like the article said, like, oh, I can imagine what you're going through, like be yeah, empathetic, yes. yeah. mm-hmm. um, and active then, listening. Yeah, like, and that's all stuff you could do like on your own before, and like just express that to them, and then yeah. mm-hmm. they'll they'll buy in 100%. The patient cases we we're doing in in Muscula, which maybe we'll talk about on a podcast um, episode, but um, that was one of the things we're almost done, and she was like, I can't believe like how much I've learned from you guys, and like you've made me so much more relaxed. Like I thought I was going through so much more trouble than I was. Yeah. And you guys sat me down, you showed me the spine model and what I was going through and how to like 
fixed myself and never really invested um, myself into the PT because of that. And That's that was awesome. like a huge, huge breakthrough for not only me, but my group in general. But um, that just happened like a couple hours ago. And we like, we walked out with smiling faces. Even if we didn't like fix her back pain completely, we invested her into physical therapy yes. in general. Mm-hmm. And we taught her at least we made a difference by by yeah. making her more knowledgeable about her own back pain and then functional mobility in general. Absolutely. So as part of our musculo class on days where we have lab, the last hour is us treating actual patients from either the university community or just surrounding community that come in and we actually treat them as like groups. So like four students per group with a patient and that's what KP's talking about. So that's actual like patient treatment. Yeah. That's not yeah. just like simulated like yeah. you know on each uh, other practice right on your point of uh, active listening it's also like important to note that like this might be the first time that somebody's actually listening to these people yeah, like, if, so. <laughs> so if they go to like a doctor's appointment you know they get Dude. minutes or whatever they, the doctor doesn't really okay like radio script for pt like this might be the first time somebody's actually listening to them that actually might understand like what might be going on and that in and of itself is like a relieving factor Absolutely. It's I, billable. Patient education yeah. billable. Put yeah. that on active five listen, to ten minutes. Active listening right. yeah. one unit. <laughs> but With honestly, dude, again, like, that, like, that's a big point I believe in, too. Like, again, so competitive advantage. Like, how fucking often do people on, like, Facebook or the Internet or something, when they're talking about physical therapy as a profession, they bitch about, like, the lobbies of the doctors yeah. and the chiropractors not being as well? Well, if a, or like as strong, if a doctor only has eight minutes with a patient and they're moving on and we have an hour, if you focus in on some of these skills where we actually have more time to like make those connections with patients and get them to buy in, like that's naturally going to progress the field and the profession towards the levels we want it to. People will start recognizing that. Yeah, like go out and do something about it. Like here's the opportunity. Don't just sit at your fucking computer. Provide value to your patients and you'll get more patients. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Cool. Did we just fix the drug problem? We just fixed it. Well, that's it. Um, Close the books. So, final segment. <laughs> Top three things we are going to buy with our first paycheck. That PT money, boy. Yeah, relax there. I think uh, all three of those go towards uh, student loans. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> Have a little fun. Oh, dude, yeah, no dude. way. Not no a way shot. I'm doing you that. Are, you got to start. Um... Um, a bed probably first. A nice bed. Probably like a king size. Oh, I'm not even like sick, dude. And your is that gonna fit in your uh, parents' house? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Which leads me to my second one. (laughs) New parents. (laughs) (laughs) New dads. (laughs) Let's go one by one because I need to think of my second one. (laughs) All right. Well, I don't know if this would be like. When we, like are these just three big purchases that we want to like yeah. buy get yeah, eventually? eventually? So I wouldn't put this maybe within the first year or two, but big truck guy, so <laughs> nice Ford F one fifty. Nice Ford F one fifty. Nice Nice horsepower. A little bit incendiary. You know? Oh yeah. Dude, <laughs> you should see, look at how tall I am right now. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually I think again this wouldn't be like right 
after I get my first check because then that means I would have to take time off work if I just started, but I can go somewhere. Okay, a trip. I, got, okay. I always wanted to go to like uh, Greece or Australia or one of those countries, so I'd buy a trip out there. I think that'd be Maybe I'll come. Nah, no, no thanks. Oh, my, no, but <laughs> no thanks, dude. Oh, no, thanks. Catch you on the next one. <laughs> go alone? <laughs> no, probably not, but... Uh, okay. But not with us. But not with yeah, you. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. See enough of you. Alright. Yeah, I'll probably buy a house like right off. <laughs> that just spend it all on your boys. Just throw it away. <laughs> I mean our loans are gonna get forgiven anyway. Oh yeah, dude. dude 100 yeah. percent Like why would I not why would I pay them off if they're just gonna get forgiven? Exactly. Anyway? Yeah, right. Give me all the time in the world, I'll spend it on cars and, and beds and, yeah. and Greece trips and Australia. I might just buy Australia. <laughs> That PT money. If we, <laughs> if we just keep sending patients to PT instead of getting drugged up by opi- opioids, that's man. true. Maybe if we yeah. stop prescribing opioids, <laughs> we might get more patients. Oh, okay, true. all right. Let's take a step back there, big guy. No, but I can't wait to like. I can't wait to have a job. Like go, like have a strict schedule. I, like, like school is getting get, getting kind of tired tiresome. Yeah. Um, I'd rather <laughs> obviously be getting paid. Um, but I want like a strict schedule, like men at, on weekends and stuff. I could either go to continuing education courses eventually, but, um, and then just like work on like side pro, like actual hobbies that I have, um, you know, like clean the yard or something, do some manly stuff. Sure. Um, mow the lawn, you know, mulch. We, we just smelled just, some mulch before. Just guy stuff. Yeah. Just, just outdoor guy, guy stuff. Snap the necks, cash and checks. Yeah. So <laughs> was that a... Number two, or I think mulch? I think there was one right, in there. Okay, so. I gonna buy mulch <laughs> for a second one. All right, I so got a bed and mulch. Bed and mulch. All right. Ah, it's so boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, I I like the travel idea. Um, I do think you know, experiences over material possessions um, have its have its place. Uh, where would I go though? That's the question. Um, Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Center city. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't mind getting out to California. Oh, seeing some of the, But California uh, is a good. San Diego. Is a good yeah, spot. San Diego. Maybe a little wine country. Ooh. Just relax out in Sonoma Valley, dude. Wow. Maybe I'll come with you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> come along. Since I'm not fucking yeah. in I guess just the two of us will have to You don't have time. <laughs> Sleeping in your bed. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going, uh, I'll go travel as well with number two. Nice little California vacation. Yeah. Never been out west past Denver, so. There you go. So I'm going to steal one of yours and buy a new car because my car's a piece of shit. <laughs> what kind of car? I don't know that one yet. Mm. I don't know. Porsche, you know. Porsche. That PT money. That PT money, boy. No, I'd probably get something more, a little bit more affo- affordable. Good gas mileage. Yeah. Reliable. Probably all-wheel drive. Mm. I'm sick of the fucking snow. Yeah, those Pennsylvania anymore. winters. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be ready. That'll well, get you. Now you're living in California, though. So you're good. I'm not living in California. Well, when you move there. Or Australia. I said I'm moving to Australia. <laughs> I said I was going to visit why? Australia Why would be a fucking sick trip. I might Dude, change California to Australia. Get, uh, University of Queensland. Oh, just learn from Dude, just absorb the, the fucking PT air down there. <laughs> All just the manual feel yourself therapy, becoming like, better. Skill. Physio. Physio. Seeping into your pores. 
They all come from there. Last one for me would be a, a sick podcast room <laughs> where we could just nice set it studio. up. Dude. Yeah. By then we'll thinking be of, like thinking of everyone. I like yeah. yeah. What if we just set up our own like podcast studio slash clinic and just only treat there like in every Australia. couple in Australia treat there like every like a week or two every couple months. Yeah. And film podcasts there. Fucking kangaroos in the background. <laughs> For trading kangaroos. Multiple locations in different cities. There you go. Oh, we just wow. took over Australia. Yeah. There you go. All right, last one. Last one. Um, trying to think of any other, like, fun stuff to get. Going to have so much money, dude. It's going to be, like... Insane, right? Just insane. Just insane. House of the Pool helicopter. Yeah. yeah. You can just um, buy a bunch of instrument assistants. <laughs> Blades. $50,000 worth of fucking, <laughs> fucking platinum Graston. Uh, <laughs> Diamond studded. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with this. I'll buy my own PT clinic. Ooh. I want to own my own place one day. So right I'll, off the bat, huh? Just right away, like dude. Love it. I'm like saying it. Uh, first five to ten years out of school, it's happening. So. Word. I feel like I'd, with, I won't have much money left after I buy the car and go on a trip. <laughs> I have one for you. Calf implant. Oh, oh, nice, dude. Good one. Sheesh. Show them. Uh, we don't have to do that. <laughs> Next episode. Tune in. I don't, I don't need the whole PT Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not calf implants. Maybe I'd get um, just some more, uh, some more books. Mm. And some content to oh, further yeah, mine my was so boring. <laughs> further, further my education. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because right now I can't ed. afford shit. So <laughs> get some. Those numbers. continuing ed classes are not cheap. Yeah, they are not. So there you go. I'll have a continuing ed fund. There you go. Oh, nice pen too. Could go on. Oh, a feather. Nice. A feather. Oh, ink. <laughs> says a, a lot about you. Of these. you got life supply legal pads. Legal pads and nice pens says a lot about you <laughs> as a professional. So, all right, that's yeah, a wrap, just, right? Just about does it. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time, see ya.